Assalamu alaikum everyone, I'm Asfa Ahmed and welcome to the Momentro podcast. This is a place where I share reflections from my journey as a creative introvert, a Muslim wife, mother, and former social worker, and I'm so happy to have you here today. Assalamu alaikum everyone, welcome again to episode 3 with the Momentro podcast, and I'm Asma, and I am coming to you from my closet recording studio yet again. Um, so last time I was talking about morning routines and what mine kind of looks like or my morning rhythm looks like. It really does fluctuate through the month, but um, yeah, certain things stay pretty consistent. And today, um, just a little reflection time to share with you all. Um, alhamdulillah, last week was really busy with orders and sending out packages. So I pretty much did like over um, 40, 50 packages maybe within like three hours. So I was totally burned out by the end of the day. And then um, I did something I never thought I'd be doing, which is playing a video game with my husband. And that helped um, quite a bit just to shift my mind a little bit. And so, yeah, alhamdulillah, I was so, so grateful for all the packages and the orders um, because much of the year was pretty tough um, business-wise, I think, for everyone. And I wasn't really expecting a whole lot. I just kind of took each month as it came. And a few influencers, uh, particularly um, Iman Sayed from Iman Blogs, she had shared the planner and she ordered from the UK. So I had quite an uptick of sales. Um and that was just wonderful. I was so, so grateful to her and Hamdanah for sharing. And so after um, I got all the planners out, um, the weeks have been pretty slow. We're still in lockdown. Or actually, we, we uh, went into lockdown here in Canada um, right after uh, the winter break. So right after like the Christmas time. And um, that's been tough, subhanAllah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but... Anytime, like for me, the library being closed really makes me feel like, wow, I'm in serious lockdown. I've gotten pretty used to the the quiet and just kind of doing my own things at home um, and just seeing a couple friends every now and then. But when I don't get the library on a weekly basis, then I really feel like, wow, something is seriously missing. Um, so unfortunately, we can't go there. We can do curbside like pickup or you can order your library books and then um, come by but that just I mean it's no fun because I like to like peruse and kind of look around and and I love bringing home those um, like styling books like gardening or just a random book about like interior design or like crafting and I just keep that on like our coffee table and it's just nice to like flip through so I can't really look online as to what to order um for the curbside and so it just doesn't work for us um but we're, we're making do with um library books on our phone and using the cloud app um so that seems to work um yeah i mean i am grateful that at least we are being safe i'm very concerned about everything down south my family is in the dc area so and i'm recording this just a couple of days after um all the incidents on uh, near the capital, so or actually at the capital, so um, a lot of concerns, but um, you know, can just make dua and and, and pray and um, just be vigilant, really. And so that's been on my mind. 
but um, in the daytime, our our usual routine starts around like eight o'clock, and so I've been um, excited to just continue our homeschooling with Lydia. So I started doing like uh, this Quranic homeschool program with her, and she responded so so well to it. So it's called um, Alasna Institute, and I'll I'll go ahead and link that um, in the show notes, but. I was kind of uh, incorporating like hands-on learning and just different types of um, kind of seasonal lessons. And I love that. Michelle really integrated so well um, because it was really flexible. But then each day we do a particular thing. So like on Mondays, we have a certain routine. On Tuesdays, we bake. On Wednesdays, we do some watercoloring. Um, Thursdays we were going to the library and then Fridays was our nature walk day so it was a good rhythm and sorry Mondays as, as well was our nature walk day but um, it, it was it was nice that it was seasonal but I needed something a little bit more um, like Quranic based and I found a really great curriculum actually my husband showed it to me and it's uh, from this institute and Alessna and their sample was so so excellent and thorough and the sister Michelle she put a lot of effort into it and it's super um like just really it, it it gets to the child at their level it lets you meet them where they're at and after I reviewed um the first units I started to incorporate it and Michelle, like it just works. Like I was able to talk to her about these bigger concepts about like the creation of everything and where we came from and the jinn and the angels and the humans and the story of Shaitan. And she grasped and grasped it really, really well, Michelle. And she's three and a half now. So uh, that was a real winner for me. Um, and so I'm like excited, you know, we're going into our second unit now. And for her age, like I get this question um, in email sometimes about homeschooling and like how much time I spend with her. And um, for her age, I mean, nothing more than like, like maximum, I think 20 minutes of like a sitting lesson, a lesson, but after we've had a little discussion, we, we do a lot of handwork, we do a lot of movement, we're, we take tons of breaks, um, we go outside. So it doesn't look exactly like it would look in like a sitting classroom because she's not seven or up or above seven. So for her, it's um, very hands-on. We take out some cards. If she wants to do some tracing or coloring, she can, um, but nothing is really... Um, forced at that age they're just they're not really expected to do it in that sense it's just available to them if they want to dabble and that really creates some sense of like intrigue for her as well when I tell her um you know in the end like if you want to do this you can but you don't have to and then she's like oh I, I kind of want to try this oh I missed this one I want to try it myself um and she sees me writing all the time so she she loves writing her own little notes her own little journal entries and it's cute because she'll say what she's thinking and as if what she's like what she's writing she's saying it out loud so I kind of know what she, what her journaling and reflections are um which is like oh I love when uh, we go for nature walks I love going to my friends or seeing my friends and um uh, so she so she does that while I do my journaling and the other day while I was packaging um the planner orders she actually took my entire block of 
um, post-it notes and she knows that sometimes I in some of my packages I always write like a thank you note and so she started saying thank you for your order and she tried to sneak it into one of the packages and I thought that was so cute and <laughs> I'm glad I caught it too so I didn't make it into any of the packages um but yeah so she just mimics what we do and the more we actually kind of do real life things she really enjoys those like doing things by hand and um she's been learning how to tie ponytails and making knots and things like that because she sees me doing like crocheting and knitting sometimes so that's been our little bit of like homeschooling side of things um and once in a while i do use my like printable plan planning kit so if you're doing homeschooling um you might find that really helpful too is just jotting down what you are doing um as opposed to like what you're planning to do because then you can visualize and see like everything that you're actually getting into the day um if that's something that's helpful to you um so in window quran homeschooling like it's allowed me really to um, focus on my own Quran as well because the beautiful thing about the curriculum is like it's it's like the seer book for like three-year-olds and it's awesome because you stay with one ayah and you really understand it and you, the child gets to understand it um understands like the words that are being used and and the context the story behind it so it really goes in in great depth and, and one unit can take you know almost two to three weeks if you kind of space it out that way um and 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 for myself i have been doing more of that too so just like she is kind of staying with each ayah as we do it for the smaller surahs i um was initially just like reading page by page of the quran and um i kind of did a shift recently where i decided you know what let me kind of take a pause and stay with each passage so that the I have a Quran that has both um, the tafsir and the translation um, and it's by I believe it's uh, Mufti Taqi Uthmani is his name and so I, I started to practice um, just reading each passage anywhere between five and ten times because I noticed I wasn't really trying to memorize the passage necessarily but just trying to familiarize myself and kind of pause and stay with with the quran and stay with that particular passage and build a relationship with it um and i noticed that you know by the fifth time that i was reading it i was getting the sense of like the rhythm and the what what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was kind of expecting from me in in those commands or in that encouragement and and it really starts to kind of just install itself in the heart um especially with the meaning and the message there as well and you start to see more patterns as well and um so that's been a newer approach that i've tried especially when i have more time is just to read one particular set of ayat whether it's like five or six ayat and again and again just go over them um as opposed to you know moving through the surah and just coming back to it whenever i read that surah again um so I, I don't know if you've tried that or um and my goal again is not necessarily to memorize it but just to ponder and to reflect and and let it kind of sit with me a little bit more um and that also prevents like distraction and hastiness sometimes that that is so so common these days and subhanallah that's been a real challenge is just you know jumping from one thing to the next and uh, kind of forcing ourselves to to 
to slow down and to just stay and to be calm. Um, and it really actually reminds me of our nature walks too, because originally with our nature walks, um, we have this little group of moms. Um, we used to get together like fall and winter, and right now we're in lockdown, so we're not doing it. But we would, originally we would just take a walk around our mill, it's called like a little mill pond area, and we would just stroll and take a walk and look at the colors um, and reflect and just, you know, chat chat about how the week went and everything. Um, and then one of the um, other moms and one of the educators, she was saying that, you know what, why not, let's, why not? try to just stay in a particular place and there's this beautiful little outdoor like playground and then that's what we started to do so instead of actually walking around the park there's this open yet closed um space like an outdoor nature playground kind of thing with like these sticks that are built into this um teepee shape and these huge old black walnut trees um and just tons of like uh, broken logs and sticks and it's super just it, it's like a little hidden enchanted oasis it's really nice and so we started to go there week after week early fall and we got to see the colors changing and it was so beautiful because the more we came like week after week the children started to develop a connection to um, a particular like rock or a particular place they really love to hide when we would do hide and seek um, and even the moms like we all had like our little area that we like to be around like some people like to be more closer inward to um, where it was less um, uh, less less like leaves and things and then um, some were more on the outskirts so everyone built their own connection to that little nature playground and that's how I really felt you know anytime we take our time with something and and cultivate that 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 uh, love for it and that special place in our hearts for it um, it starts to last it starts to really um, become a more ingrained memory for us um, and, and similarly like when we study something too you know it really sticks with us so um, I, I wanted to share that and I hope that that's um, a little helpful reminder about not um, just just slowing down a little bit um, slowing down in every way I think could really be helpful right now slowing down maybe even with writing um, instead of like quick writing we can just like you know take time to describe really well and that's something I'm, I'm working on too and then with reading whether it's Quran or a book but just really letting it um, stay with us and um, so those are those are some thoughts I had about Quran and I'm really enjoying um, uh, Sheikh Adil and Kilbani's recitation these days um, I used to just have a list of reciters I would love to just change it up and and my sisters and I we would um, like play like this game like guess guess who's reciting kind of thing uh way back when but now i just um kind of have my usual list but then i was going back to some older recitations i had saved on youtube and i really enjoyed um chef adel Kilbani's recitation and i'm curious to know what are your favorite reciters too um, so those are some thoughts for today and i hope that was helpful to you and if you um, have any questions about what I mentioned I'll definitely link them in the notes and if you have any comments um, 
you're welcome to share them on a, the, on the actual um, post where uh, the podcast is like hosted on the page. Um, or you can comment on Spotify as well, I think. Um, so inshallah, till the next episode, take care. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi